Welcome to McChesney Unchained, a new show on the DNBR Podcast Network. Before we jump into it, we want you to know that this is a little different than our other shows. Matt McChesney is going to give you an uncensored take on what's going on in the football world, and if you have kids around, you may want to listen to this at another time. McChesney's opinions do not represent those of DNBR, but they are real, and they come from a CU legend who spent six years battling in the NFL trenches. Now, sit back and enjoy the show. Yeah. I was running through the six with my walk. You know how that shit go. You know how that shit go. You know how that shit go. Running through the six with my walls. You know how that shit go. You know how that shit go. You know how that shit go. Don't fuck with them niggas. And welcome to episode 76 of McChesney Unchained here on dnvr.com. Uh, Make sure you check out everything at DNVR. They do a great job down there. Check out the sports bar. That place is uh, crazy. And I, I know that uh, that Ryan and Spano and everybody put a lot of work in down there. So go down there and support uh, the DNVR sports bar down there in downtown Denver. Uh, this is McChesney Unchained, episode 76, brought to you by our good friends at ROI. Uh, return on investment training handles all of the nutrition work here at Six Zero. So if you're looking for a great nutritionist or you're looking for uh, somebody that can help you out uh, with training and nutrition on top of it, like they do here with so much of the Dungeon family, uh, definitely check out Return on Investment Training as they bring new episode 76 of McChesney Unchained. So remember, you can follow the show at 6-0 Academy uh, uh, for the gym here on Twitter and Instagram. And then you can follow the uh, podcast at DNVR Unchained. Uh, and as we go through this, as we get closer to the end of the show, I'll tell you about what we're doing next week. Uh, shit, I'll tell you now. Uh, but we have the, the lead designer for Madden uh, 21 coming on next week to talk about Madden the entire show. Uh, so if you have any questions for Clint Oldenburg, a guy who I played against at CSU and then played with uh, in the NFL with the Jets and the Broncos, great friend of mine. I was in his wedding party. He's one of my brothers. Um, he's a CSU Ram. I'm a buff, but still a brother. Um, you know, it... He's done such a good job with this game up to this point, Madden 21. And if you have questions or concerns or you want to see something change, you don't like franchise mode, you don't think there's pass rush capability, whatever, get on DNVR Unchained and make sure that you ask us questions for episode 77. And we will try and answer as many of those as humanly possible for you next week as we have him on for about an hour. Uh, so like I said, episode 76 rolls and uh, let's get into this. Um, from a high school perspective in here, there's a lot of guys doing a lot of big shit. And uh, as, you know, Trey Zunes committed to Texas A&M. Caden Dudley uh, committed to Boise State the other day. That's huge for him. Uh, congratulations to Dudley and his family. Uh, that, that's big time. Uh, big Brain Nelson committed to Fresno State the other day. That's huge for him. One of the best offensive linemen in the state. Uh, Avery Shonison committed to Princeton the other day uh, to, to throw uh, discus. He's one of the top discus throwers in the country. Uh, I think he's one of the best linebackers I have in here, but that young man saw what he wanted and went and committed, and I'm damn proud of him as well. Uh, the bridge is real. So those four guys all commit. We've got more guys coming down the pipe and a lot of guys lining up for offers. Uh, it, it's, pretty, it's pretty insane in here right now and how much uh, attention the Dungeon family is getting because we do proper presentations. So 
it's just a matter of, of doing that correctly. And the guys in here are really working their asses off, and they've really taken the uh, taken the reins here when I challenge them to not approach this COVID, you know, break as a vacation. It's an opportunity to work. And, you know, we'll stay on the high school tip here, but if the season gets pushed back, if there's no high school football in the fall, which could happen. I mean, let's just be fucking real here. If there's no high school football in the fall and it gets pushed to January, number one, we're going to see who really likes football. We're going to see who really likes this shit, man. It's going to be hard. It's going to be adverse. Uh, there's, it's going to be conflicting with other sports. So numbers are going to go down because the hobby players are going to wash. And I don't know if that's necessarily a bad thing. I can't sit here and criticize that. I, I want I want real guys out there that really want to play. So it'll challenge that, but it's going to give more people more time to work. If you're out there looking for recruiting help or you're looking for help uh, to, to just improve as a player during this time, especially if it gets pushed back, you got to get your ass in here. Come down to 6-0 and we will help you. Check out 60strength.com. We will help you. Check out 6-0 Academy. Oh, no, my lights went out. Oh, shit. Sorry. Check out 6-0 Academy on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, we will try and build the bridge for you. As long as you'll work, it will work. So that's what it is. We're on Instagram Live right now, also on 6-0 Academy on that tip. So hello from the studio. Give you a little preview here of what we're looking at. A little bit of film going on this morning. A little 5-30 wake up. Waiting for my man. Uh, Austin Johnson, the center for your Colorado Buffalo, is coming down here this morning to get some work on Saturday at 6 a.m. While everybody else is coming from a hangover, we're getting ready to go whip some ass whenever the Buffs get to go play. So, uh, high school football, if it happens, it happens. Uh, Be ready and stay ready. That's my motto. So, we will see what happens there. If it gets pushed to January, I encourage everybody, I don't care where you work, but I encourage you to work. And uh, remember... If someone's hating on you, you're probably doing it right. All right, so moving forward, college football. Um, conferences doing different things. Some people are canceling. Some people are just playing conference only. Some people are just rolling. Texas is playing a full schedule. Big 12 playing a full schedule. The SEC is saying, fuck it, playing a full schedule. And I can't sit here and disagree with them. I think that, uh, I think that if they play a full schedule... I think they're going to be fine. If they want to be uh, careful and safety first, I think they're going to be fine. I think both sides are going to be okay. So if you want to put safety first, okay. I think everybody's going to be okay, and they're going to be able to play the games that they schedule. Um, From a Pac-12 perspective, I think it's ridiculous that Colorado State and Colorado can't play at the beginning of the year, but we're going to leave the state to play conference games. I mean, that just... That sucks because CU and CSU aren't going to play for a couple, four or five years after this in a row. So that rivalry is going to simmer down here a little bit. Not like it's been much of a rivalry lately. <laughs> Baba. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, sheep or rams, excuse me. Uh, next week on episode seventy-seven, we will have the the lead uh, designer for Madden Twenty-One, Clint Oldenburg. Uh, down in Orlando, Florida. He'll be on the show next week the whole time, and we'll be talking to him about Madden 21 and everything that's going to be in the game and the release date and the ratings and all that shit. Uh, So any questions that you would have for myself or for Clint, uh, you should definitely go on DNVR Unchained on Twitter, and we'll post that up as we when we post this show today also. 
Uh, but go to DNBR Unchained on Twitter and ask away. What what don't you like about Madden? What do you like? And uh, Clint and I will try and answer your questions next week on episode 77. It'll be up on Wednesday evening. So get those questions in at DNVR Unchained. Uh, but back to college football. If if they do end up playing, it's gonna guys are gonna test positive. Those guys are gonna have to sit, and that's what it is. <clears throat> and that's what it is. So when you look at it, depth is going to be challenged, and it's kind of like a wash year. You know, it, I don't know if it's more impressive if you win a lot during the COVID outbreak. Or less. I, I can't figure it out yet. So, you know, judging by, like, the baseball games I've seen, those, those guys look distraught when they lose because losing one game is like losing three to them right now because they're only playing a 60-game schedule. College football, if you're only playing conference, I hope that they at least maximize the schedule and we get to play more than these seven or eight conference games in the Pac-12 and the Big Ten, so on and so forth. I was talking to Tony Alford yesterday, who's uh, an assistant coach at Ohio State, great man talking recruiting, talking kids, and asking him, like, you know, is this going to be, are we going to play? Is this going to work? And he's really excited about it, but they're playing conference only. So he's waiting to see if they're going to expand and play more conference games, which I don't know why they wouldn't do that if we're going to play conference only. So I think the Buffs are going to be young and hungry. Uh, I'm waiting on a Buff right now. Austin Johnson's coming down to get some work this morning, which... That's who he is. A lot of guys are, you know, sleeping, and we're working, and, and that's the difference. He's got, that kid is going to be not only just an unbelievable leader, already is, but just going to be a foundational player for them moving forward to build around. But he's a future pro, so I'm looking forward to working with Austin this morning. Uh, but college football, I'm looking forward to it, although I think this year is going to be strange and a little different. Uh, let, let's see how it goes. And I'm telling you, man, I truly believe this, but... From the darkness, champions emerge. And when I was a senior in 04, there were like BG Brooks picked us to lose every game because of the, the Katie Nida scandal or whatever that was. And, you know, Barnett getting suspended for saying she was a girl and she was terrible, which she is a girl and she was terrible. Um, just can't say that in Boulder, homie. So it, 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 we ended up winning the, the, the North. I'm getting hammered in the Pac-12 title or in the Big 12 title game, but still... Out of that season, a lot of great stuff came out of that. So I'm hoping that we can kind of, you know, circle the wagons up there in Boulder and they can come together as a young team and really build on these close calls, you know, back to back to back five to seven seasons have got to really, really drive you to get over that hump. Uh, when I was a junior, we went five and seven and it, it made me sick to my stomach because there's so many opportunities to get bowl eligible. So Hopefully they've learned from that and those young players can get rolling. And I'm very interested to see what they do at quarterback, quarterback position. I think that uh, the young kid from Texas uh, has a real chance to play as a freshman. So we'll see what happens there. All right, moving forward. Uh, National Football League here. All right. Uh, the Redskins name is gone. Uh, a lot of people talking about what Washington should do for a team name. Um, they're just the Washington Football Club right now. Uh, which And that's cool. That's cool. I, I didn't think the Redskin name was that terrible. I don't think it really offends that many people. But I do think it's time to change it. I mean, especially in the, uh, you know, the, the atmosphere we're living in these days. And, and that's, that's what it is. I mean, it needs to be done, and I'm glad it's being done. Um, 
retire it, but still, it's a badass jersey combination, and I thought it was one of the cleanest looks, and that's maybe what I'm more upset about. I don't really care about the name. Like the Houston Oilers, I love that jersey combo. I wish that they would bring that back rather than the Texans, but again, that's a retired uh, jersey as well. So they, they retired the Redskins uniform, and now they're looking for a new name. I hope they go with the Red Tails and, uh, and honor the Tuskegee Airmen from World War II. Uh, I think that would be dope. But we'll, we'll see what they do. I know they're going to keep the color combo, and that's great. Uh, the Redskins have got a lot of other shit going on right now, a jersey and a name. I know it's at the top of the list to figure out, but sexual harassment and, you know, groping cheerleaders and executives being complete scumbags and shit like that. They got to get a fucking handle on that shit. That's nasty. But I will say this, dude. I played it. I played at FedEx three times, I think, in my career. And <laughs> they don't do this anymore. I was talking to the NFL guys the other day. And they were like, oh, yeah, they don't do this anymore. And I was like, no shit. So back in the day, and anybody will know this. Any, any of my ex-teammates that listen or anybody that, <laughs> that used to play in Washington will know this, but... You'd walk out of the visitor locker room and all the cheerleaders would be sitting there just ass up, skirts up, stretching like straight, like crowd pleaser stretch, stretching each other. My alarm's going off again. I'm already up. Stretching each other like just crazy shit. And you're walking out trying to get ready for the game like, whoa, 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 whoa. And it's not like... No offense or anything, but it's not like the cheerleaders are bad looking. So it's a bunch of young dudes trying to get ready to go play a football game, and there's just ass up everywhere. So shit, you're going to get distracted a little bit, and I think that was the point. But that's my point. Like, they're encouraging the, the women to go do this, and that, that shit ain't cool, man. It's just not, not going to fucking fly no more. So... That's just one of the things that I experienced with the Redskins. Just And I, I was a, a visiting player, and I experienced this, so I can only imagine what an employee there was, was dealing with. But it seems like a horror story, that's for damn sure. So uh, we'll see what happens with the Redskins, but I really hope they go with the Red Tails and uh, figure out a way to honor uh, the Tennessee Airmen and, and really, really roll with that narrative. I think that would be tight. All right, so uh, getting off of Washington and moving into... Uh, just the NFL as a whole. Um, I'm really excited camps are opening. I like the fact that the NFL is just kind of like, look, man, we're going to play, and whoever tests positive, you're going to get better, and you're going to keep playing, and that's that. They cut all the preseason games. Um, I don't necessarily like that because there's guys that really need those opportunities, but at the, it's just going to amplify practices, and Padded practices and scrimmage are pretty much the preseason game. So get your fucking mind right if you're a player. That's what I'm telling my guys as everybody's now gone to go to camp. McGovern left the other day. Slotman's gone. Quinn's gone. Sam's gone. Pat's gone. Juwan's gone. Everybody's gone. Billy's gone. Everybody's gone for the offseason. So everybody's in camp and ready to rock. And uh, I think that... I think that it's a very unique opportunity to go show you can handle adversity. I think it's a very unique opportunity to go show the coaching staff that you know what the fuck you're doing and that you can show up ready to work even in the most stressful circumstances possible. And honestly, yes, it's a bad thing that there's less opportunity, but it also maximizes the opportunities that you will get. So I, I would think that guys also would like it. So we'll see what happens with all that. Um, but I'm glad camps are opening and I'm glad we're back to work and I'm glad that it's, it's, uh, it's rolling. Rookies are in Denver and, and they're going. So 
As far as the Broncos go, they've got some serious young talent in Denver. And the offense is young and spry, and they look hungry as shit. And, you know, the the Phil Lindsay and Gordon thing, I know Phil's pissed off because they brought Gordon in and gave him $13 million, and I'd be a little perturbed as well. But that's the nature of the beast in the NFL. It means not for long. So even if you're having success and you think nothing can change, not for long, something's going to change. So I think Phil and Gordon could be a great one-two punch as long as, wait, wait a second. What am I talking about? I don't give a shit if there's adversity in the room. I want them to butt heads. It's just going to make them play harder. If I know Phil Lindsay, he's just going to get pissed off and run even harder. And Melvin Gordon seems like the kind of guy who knows he's good and knows he just got $13 million and doesn't really care that Phil's upset. And he's just going to he's going to work his ass off to keep Phil at bay. So this is just another opportunity where the Broncos are spiting 30. And they did that when they didn't draft him. And, you know, I, I think that he feeds off of this. So you're going to get the best Phil Lindsay possible. And I think Melvin Gordon could be a great back here in Denver. The thing that, that I'm concerned about is Pat Shermer is consistently in 11 personnel, 3 by 1, or 11 personnel with three receivers, and one back. And that one back usually gets the majority of the work. If you look at him in, in New York just most recently, goddamn alarm clock. If you look at him in New York most recently, Saquon Barkley got all the work. And he got the majority of the touches unless he was hurt. And that, that shit is going to rub Phil the wrong way, man. I mean, let's just be real. Phil is going to be rubbed the wrong damn way because of the Broncos potentially going with a one-back system. And I, I, I don't see that happening necessarily. I don't know how you could do it, especially with Melvin Gordon's in, injury history. But... It's been Pat Shermer's M.O. to give one back the ball and to throw him the ball an awful lot. And Melvin Gordon's pretty good out of the backfield. So, I don't know. This is going to be pretty interesting, to say the least. Um, next, Vaughn. I've been hearing, you know, Ryan, my man Ryan Harris on 92.5 Altitude, which the Masters of the Midday do a great job. Harris, Hastings, and Dover. I think it's the best radio show in Denver. Um, and and I'm a, it's an honor to go on the show as much as I do and, and contribute back over at Altitude. So they do a great job. Dave Tapper over there is one of the best in the business. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, you know, looking at Vaughn, Ryan Harris is on Altitude talking about giving Vaughn a 10-year contract like Mahomes got because he's a Super Bowl MVP and he's the only guy keeping the team together and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Vaughn is special, but giving him a 10-year contract, are you high? Like, what the what are you talking about? I know it's not your money, but you can't give Vaughn's old ass a 10-year <laughs> contract right now. You can extend it for five years, maybe, and that's like, that's patting him on the back and giving him a big, a big chunk of change, but you can't extend it for 10 years. Come on. So... I, I disagree with that wholeheartedly, and I know that that's his fan, his his fandom and his loyalty to his friend and the team talking. But look, speaking of Vaughn, if this defense is going to live up to Vic Fangio's defensive standards, and Vaughn's going to be as good as Mac was in Chicago when Vic was there, I it needs to happen this year. I mean, they didn't have a sack until Week Four last year, and it was at the end of the game, and that was as a unit, not just as not just Vaughn. Vaughn's got to be the leader. He's got to be the guy that pushes it forward. Everyone else is gone, essentially. Wolf's gone. Harris is gone. Tlaib's gone. Everyone's gone. So he's got to be the guy that pushes him forward, and I think he will. From what I can see on social media, he is busting his ass 
So he looks good, and he looks huge, and he looks fierce and mean and ready to go. So we'll see what happens with Vaughn. But I anticipate a huge year because I think Fangio understands that, first of all, I don't think Fangio's the guy. I don't think Fangio's going to be the coach here past this year, especially, especially if they don't win. Because they have so much young offensive talent, I think that it would... I think that this team is going to go in the offensive mind direction next and find an offensive innovator, <clears throat> Eric Bieniemy, or someone like that out in the NFL, you know, maybe Joe Brady, the guy that's at Carolina that just helped Joe Burrow throw for like 9,000 yards at LSU. Maybe bring him in, but I think that the Broncos are going to go young offensive mind with their next head coach. And I'm not saying that Vic's going to get fired or he's on the hot seat. I am saying that he, at, at some point during this year, we're going to start criticizing the offense and why it's so stagnant and lethargic. It's because Pat Shermer is a recycled offensive coordinator and Vic Fangio is not a head coach. He's a defensive coordinator. So... Uh, that's my personal feeling, and I know people may think it's wrong, but week six of the season, if we're two and four and our offense is underachieving, we'll talk then. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I eat crow. I hope Bowles goes out in balls and is an all-pro left tackle, but I think we're going to go the other way. So we'll see. But this is a huge year for Vaughn, and he's really got to – if he wants Vic to be the coach here and he wants to get an extension and he wants to stay here forever and – he wants to be a first ballot, first ballot Hall of Fame player. He needs to have a 15-sack year, and they need to get in the playoffs, and the Broncos need to get back to what they were uh, doing for so, for so many years at the beginning of Vaughn's career and capping it off in 2015's run. So we'll see what happens there, but it, it is what it is. It, the, the Vic Fangio thing is very interesting to me, so... I would not be surprised if he's successful, but I just don't see how a defensive-minded head coach that's that old and has been in the game for this long is just going to change his stripes to offensive innovate. And knowing Pat Shermer, I don't know if Pat Shermer is also the innovative head coach or the innovative offensive coordinator that you need or want with all this youth who just wants to go out there and play ball. I think that a little backyard football in Denver is kind of what they need offensively instead of all this, like, you know, robotic structure that they've had. I think they have some guys that can really go out there and make some plays. So I guess we'll see what happens. But I anticipate the Broncos to be much better this year uh, from a personnel perspective. But from a record perspective, I'm picking them to at 8-8 eight and eight right now. And... Uh, and not making the playoffs and underachieving. And then, you know, Bronco country and John Elway having to make a real decision on the future of this football team, the future of Drew Locke, the future of the offense being so young and so explosive. Uh, Jerry Judy and Hamler and Fant and Locke and Reisner and, God, man, Glasgow they just paid. And, you know, Austin Schlotman had a great offseason. He's going to contribute on the offensive line. And it just goes on and on and on and on. Phil and Gordon, I think they've got a ton of a ton of offensive talent, so we'll see what happens. Um, all right, a couple things. This is episode 76 of McChesney Unchained, brought to you by our good friends at ROI, uh, Return on Investment. Check them out on Twitter and Instagram, uh, and they help everybody in here with the nutrition. Uh, Nicole, Sh uh, Shane's wife, is helping me out with my nutrition right now. We're already down five pounds and, and feeling pretty good. 
Uh, so check them out. ROI brings you episode 76 of McChesney Unchained. We're right now on Instagram Live on six year, at Six Year Academy, on Twitter at Six Year Academy, and then also at DNVR Unchained uh, for the show. So next week on episode 77, as we're wrapping up 76 here, uh, we're going to have the lead designer for Madden 21 on the show, Clint Oldenburg, who's a great friend of mine, uh, a guy I played against him in college and played with in the league. Um, he is the, the lead designer, and any questions that you have for Madden, any, que- any concerns, anything you don't like, anything you love, get on DNVR Unchained on Twitter and throw some questions at us, and, uh, and we'll answer them next week when we do our Madden preview show for uh, 2000, or Madden 21 preview show for next year's game that comes out at the end of the month. Uh, so check that out. That's going to be pretty kick-ass. All right, so that was a, a pretty quick one, but a good one. A, a quickie, as they say. Uh, I am Matt McChesney. That was episode 76 of McChesney Unchained on the DNVR.com. Go check it out. DNVR is an elite media, sports media service here in Denver. Their sports bar downtown is insane. Spano and Ryan and the whole team down there. My man Andre, who does not get enough love for all the work he puts in. Uh, they do a great job. So go down and support uh, your local independent businesses here in Denver, and especially DNVR and everything that they do to support local sports. Make sure you go down and support them, especially in this challenging time. So I'm Matt McChesney. That was episode 76 brought to you by our good friends at ROI. Have a great weekend, folks. And remember, next Wednesday, we will have the lead designer for Madden 21 on episode 77 so any questions that you have go to dnvr unchained throw your questions up there for madden 21 and we will uh we'll try and get them all answered so thanks a lot folks have a great day be safe this weekend we're out yeah i was running through the six with my walk you know how that shit go